What's up? Hello. Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Hold on. Uh, why can't I hear you? You can't hear me right now? I can't I can't hear you. Hold on, hold on one second. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Is it um is the is the sound in the back drowning out because otherwise I have to join from my phone? Hold on one second. Let me just check something. Spec seven, this is Stephanie. You can't hear me. You can't hear me. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can um, could you actually? I'm in the middle of a meeting right now. Do you mind calling me back in um, uh, in in a couple hours? Oh wait, it's four o'clock already. Could could you call me back tomorrow? Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay. So your audio is not working. I can hear you now. Oh, okay. It's just yeah. So, cause I'm in the loft. Yeah. So the um, the sound echoes like from behind me. So okay. what I did what I did was I have a one of these guys, just in case. What is that? The um, the mic. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. Um. So how but are yeah, you? Hear me just fine, huh? So how are you? I'm good. I like your hair. It looks good. Thanks. I need my roots done. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like the roots. Um. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's a lot though. It's oh, like yeah. a little bit of root is okay, but it's a lot of root now. No, yeah. and he's gonna um touch it up on Friday. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Um. Well, uh, we can um just dive right in. Um, okay. So uh, let's just start off. I have quite, I, I sent you the questions, um, but so we'll just go through them. Um, so, so just go ahead and uh, introduce yourself, uh, your name and uh, whether you work in a salon or a suite and where you work. Okay, let me pull those questions up for. Okay. Hello everyone, I'm Stephanie. I'm a stylist at a salon lost in the DC area. Um, yeah, it's great. Okay, I love cool. it. And so, um, being at a, a salon uh, suite, would you? Uh, how did you decide to um, pick to go? Because, like, to give the audience a background, you were working in salons for how many years um, prior to working in a suite? So, prior to working in a suite, I was working corporate um corporate salons for god like my entire career 
yeah. my entire career. It was the first time, you know, like I did some freelance work here and there, but um, I always had, you know, that corporate W-2 to kind of fall back on, give me that sense of security. Um, being a, a 1099, being, you know, my own boss and all that, it's, it's totally different. Um, it took getting used to good amount of courage. And why did you, uh, why did you move on, move from a salon to, uh, to a salon suite or salon? Um, so it was something, it, it had been something I didn't necessarily know that I was going to do, you know, the sweet life we call it, um, per se, uh, I was looking at, you know, possibly like chair rental and stuff too. Uh, but I, the, the industry is just changing so, so fast. And it has been, you know, what our, what our guests, what our clients want is very different from what it's been. And, um, being sort of this veteran hairdresser, it was really, um, difficult for me to see us losing so much of our business to, um, social media basically. Um, and the problem with doing that in a corporate setting is a lot of salon owners, especially, you know, like the big one, they're just not down for some of the stuff that you want to do. Like some of the ideas that, you know, you want to explore with your, with your guests, you know, and in and terms of what, like, um, experience or communication, like what do you, could you elaborate on that a little bit? I'm curious. Well, like, I mean, I, I say it all the time, you know, you become a hairdresser for one of two reasons, right? You're either in it for the money or you're in it for the art. And, um, you know, arguably they're like, oh, well, you know, one yields the other, like, sure. But what really got you into it is one or the other. So, you know, working in a salon in a corporate setting, yeah, if you're in it for the money, that's great. Um, and if you're just starting out and you're learning, that's amazing. You know, you're surrounded by, you know, all these veteran hairdressers, you know, that you get, you learn a lot. Um, but you know, for someone like me who was always, I've always been it in for the art. Once I really got um, sort of a handle on what I like to create as an artist, um, I wasn't offered a lot of that freedom um, to do what I wanted when I wanted because either I was doing something that was going to take too long or um, I couldn't take the day off. So, you so mean that in terms I, of the craft, you mean, or the actual craft? Yeah, yeah. Well, for me yeah. anyway. You yeah. know, um, like you it didn't really of, fit within the. Sometimes uh, you get limited. Goal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, salons it can be so big, you know, right. but yeah, so the budgets. Salon, exactly. Yeah, the salon has its right. needs, and they don't always work with your needs. Right. Um, okay. So, what would you say? I guess this is a good chance. Uh, segue into compare and contrast the uh, the models. Um, you know, why don't you give me some like pros and cons for staying at a salon versus um, working in a booth? Um, say three three pros and three cons if you can. So, pros if you're staying in a salon, um, the There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, if I had to pick three, you know, there's a lot of benefits. There's a lot of benefits. Like I, God, I, I spent what, 17 years of my life in a salon, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, in fact, me coming into the suite, it was totally, it was almost like by accident, um, kind yeah. of. 
Well, because it was before COVID, right? Right, right. Now everybody wants to get into a suite because it's safer, right? right. We, we all feel safer. Our clients feel safer. Um, so there's a there's a pro for the suite, right? Um, complete autonomy. Like I've got, I've got complete control. Um, I can um, make my own schedule. You know, we do everything online. Like I can close my book out, open it back up, like notify my clients, you know, big email blasts. Um, a lot of the... Um, like salon suite sort of areas, a lot, uh, they offer, you know, email marketing and, um, you know, like a booking platform. So, you know, anybody that's wanting to get um, into something like this and they're really worried about, oh, well, how am I going to book my clients? Like, how am I going to, um, you know, point of sale? Like, how am I going to do all this? How am I going to market? Like, am I, cause you're going to be putting on all these hats, right? Right. Um, Salon Lofts, Salon, um, what's it called? Plaza, I think, JC Salon. They all offer, yeah, they all offer all those things on their platform. So it's it makes it really easy for someone um, to come into sort of a suite, sort of a situation. Um, a lot of salons where you're just trying to like rent a chair, um, they have online booking available too. Um, some of the newer places do. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it, it's difficult, though, when you're thinking about, like, walk-ins. I mean, right now, regulations don't allow us to have walk-ins. But I I rely, since I'm sort of enclosed into something, I rely um, on um, referrals a lot or, um, di you know, social media marketing. Um, Do you get any walk-ins? Um, that a thing at the suites? I had a couple. But really? it was really weird. It was really awkward. <laughs> it's <was> really <laughs> awkward. <laughs> well, because you know they're just kind of like randomly wandering the hallway, like uh, they're like they're doing this, and my clients like doing this, and I'm like I'm like hi, what's up? Come on in. Um, yeah, we're we're that's not happening right now. That's just not happening yeah. right now. Yeah. But you know, you're in a salon, and like you know, um, some place like. Uh, Regis or whatever, you know, like people walk by it in a strip mall or somebody walks by it in an actual mall and they see it and they recognize the name and they're like, oh, you know, they immediately associate it with. So um, working in a salon in that case, you know, you sort of have, um, I don't want to call it a cushion, but you sort of have um, more opportunities for walk-ins, right? Or um, yeah, that you just, yeah. that you kind of don't have in, um, a sweet situation. Yeah. Um, also, if education, right? So if I if I want education, I want to take a new class. Guess what? It comes out of my pocket. You know, yeah, I'm paying. Yeah. I'm paying for that in full. Um, you know, I could possibly. I mean, some of the suites here are larger than others. Um, if you know, my neighbors wanted to take the same class as me, yeah. like we could possibly, you know, split the costs and just have one of us host it in our own suite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we're, we're shouldering that, that cost um, completely ourselves. Whereas, you know, in a salon, you know, your, your owner, your CEO, your investor, whoever is willing to kind of, you know, pick up the check, right. you know, just to keep, just to keep everybody kind of um, inspired and going. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then you know you've got the group, you know you've got all of your coworkers. Right. Yeah. Day in and day out. Yeah. 
so what so do you, you do about that? Food. What do you do? What do you do about getting like uh, about you know network community and like how tell like, talk about that a little bit. Um, I open my door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll open my door. Yeah, no, it's um, I my schedule is a little strange because I kind of work on off days. Um, that's another thing I noticed. I'm an introvert, and I didn't realize actually how antisocial I kind of was. I really like being in this. Yeah, I kind of like being in the suite by myself. Like, <laughs> like how, all of a sudden, thought? I was like, "Oh my god, this is so peaceful!" <laughs> like, yeah. This is wow. Um, but no, I've got some really cool neighbors. So um, once in a while, like I'll in between clients, you know, like we're wandering the hallways, or we'll run into each other at the coffee shop that's called day down. Then you know, we'll talk then, or um, you know, if I'm if I'm uh, short something, right? Like, oh my God, I ran out of this color. You know, I'll just knock on my neighbor's door and I'd be like, hey, okay. you know, like we've got a, a nice group. Yeah, we got like a group text going on oh, too. Nice. Yeah, no, no, we definitely, and then before COVID too, you know, we would do um, like happy hour together. So no, nice. definitely, oh. definitely community, but you know, you've got that option to like, right. your door. Right. <laughs> Well, that's good to hear uh, about the about like happy hours and stuff because that for me that's one of the big things that I would I I'm, I'd be worried I would miss is um, you know that that relationship with my coworkers that's one of the leading reasons I I go into work. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we still get gossip in here. Nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we still get gossip. <laughs> there's um, there's still there's still drama, but you get you can control the dosing, right? Like right. I can, I just shut the door, pull my curtain here. So yeah, nice. no, I, it's, it's, it's very, it's very calm. It's very peaceful. You know, I know a lot of stuff. It's crazy because, you know, we're with people all the time, but a lot of us are introverts. Yeah. You know, a lot of us are introverts. So, you know, a sweet's nice. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, so what would you, so I think, uh, I think you covered what you really like. What would you, if you had to say one thing, what's your least favorite thing about working in a suite, what would it be? Oh, um, so noise is one thing, um, which is a good and a bad thing. Sometimes I overhear my neighbors' conversations with their clients and <laughs> sometimes it's entertaining, sometimes it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, um, then, I am not yeah. allowed to have animals here unless they're service. Yeah, I can't. Okay. I can't bring um, my dog, or my clients can't have their dog or anything in here unless um, they're a service animal. You know, and that's that's that can be huge. That could actually be for for some people that could actually be really huge, you know, especially if you're like living in a more affluent area, like these people, they really like their dogs. Right. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, the 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 no walk-ins thing is tough. Um, and one of my and I'm, I'm used to it now. I've come up with a system, but you know, when you're when you're in your own suite, when you're in your own loft, um, you are responsible for everything you know um cleaning your books you know your clients shampoo whatever like it's all on you you know some people some of my neighbors they have an assistant yeah um but then that's totally coming out of your pocket too you don't have right. a 
You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, I think right now for me, it's the cleaning. Yeah. A lot of cleaning. Right. You know, and really just kind of staying up on inventory and stuff. It was, um, I mean, I did it before at the shop, but like now it's like times 10. Yeah. Could you all, um, hi, could you all split the cost of a, I mean, maybe not cause your schedules are over the place, but it would be nice to have somebody who kind of just floated throughout all the suites throughout the day and just came in, stop by and pick stuff up or wipe stuff down or that wouldn't work. Um, I mean, we have housekeeping, um, yeah. that comes in and takes care of the common areas. Okay. Yeah, but like coming in to the different lofts and stuff. No, I that would that would just that would be really really difficult. Yeah. I mean, yeah. between people's schedules. Yeah, between like people's schedules and you know where where do you put that? Like which like line box do you put that in your budget? Right. 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 Like when you're doing your taxes. Yeah. In the year, and you gotta right, you gotta budget everything. Yeah. Um, okay, so what do you, um, let's talk, keep moving. Did you work at a, yes, you worked at a salon beforehand. Um, how did you decide, well, I think we talked about that, making your move. Um, why don't you uh, discuss your process? You told me that you have a uh, class, uh, that you built a uh, online class for people wanting to go out on their own. Why don't you uh, give us a little insight into your class and help, uh, you know, share your process with pe those thinking about going out on their own? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in beta right now. So, uh, yeah, uh, the business of beauty, it's basically, it's like a crash course, right? It's a crash course. We all, yeah, we, for a lot of us, um, that did actually go to beauty school, they didn't really spend a whole lot of time on the actual business portion of it. Um, and I feel like I only really learned a lot of so this stuff. Well, so it's a crash course. So yeah. um, what my class is really geared around is things that you really need to consider before um, setting out on your own, right? Um, I don't talk about salon life in it. I talk about um, the different business models and essentially, um, when you're going through the class and you're doing the exercises and you're reading through the material, um, it's sort of a, an outline for a business, uh, a business plan. Sorry. Okay. So yeah, sort of like from start to finish, um, we cover, I cover things like, um, uh, licensing your state laws, insurance, um, you know, what your responsibilities were budgeting, um, I compare the different business models like chair, suite, home, you know, freelance is a, a big thing too. Um, I don't know if you guys are, if you've heard of ShareShare. Uh, is that where you can um, like Airbnb rent a chair? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that. That's, that's huge right now. Um, yeah. I was talking to, yeah, I was talking to, to their team um, about that. Um, so, you know, those are all these different business models and like the pros and cons of each, you know, I talk about that. Um, branding, right? Like we're, t we're saying that a lot of, um, a lot of the market now, we find a lot of our clients now, uh, not by walk-ins, but on social media. So how, how does somebody, you know, make themselves stand out on social media to, you know, bring in sort of clientele that they really want? Um, that's part of the class as well. 
Right. Yeah. Okay, that sounds cool. So, so, so let's just say, let's kind of like go back and like you uh, were working in a salon and you decided at at some point you were like, how did you decide to, um, how did you go from working in a salon to making the decision that you're going out on your own? Like what, what, like, what did you do to prepare for that move? And uh, what was going on in your head? (laughs) You're going to hate this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna hate this. Okay. I didn't. I so didn't. Okay. Tell us about it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I I was like, I'm a I was a corporate girl for like 15 years, you know, and that's just what I knew. And um, yeah, like I I, I wanted to be more artsy. I wanted to do all this stuff, but like I just never. I was just like, yeah. Um just you know keep on keeping on like it's just for everything but um yeah no i never wanted to have my own shop never ask ask any of my coworkers, any of my friends whatever i never wanted my own shop ever um but yeah no watching watching how um our clients the market how our industry even was changing um and how rapidly it was changing at, I almost felt like I didn't have a choice, you know? I almost didn't feel like I had, I I mean, I knew something had to happen, but then I just uh, so happened to get a phone call (laughs) from, um, you know, a a, a leasing manager for one of the salon loss. Um, Well, how do they get your number? Um, I was I was doing some research for a friend of mine, so I was like looking online at different places because she wanted to do it. She wanted her own business, so I was just and so I put in my number, and I guess I I got stuck in the database. But I mean, it was perfect timing, really. So came in, and I was like, oh yeah, sure, you know, let me take a look at it. I went in, and she just gave me an offer I couldn't refuse. And then I sat there, and I told her, I'm like, oh my god, you know, I'd be an idiot if I didn't take this, right? So I did. Um, haven't looked back. Yeah. Wow. Not looked back. Well, that's, um, so that's, that's actually pretty funny because, uh, I feel like most people I've talked to, they're definitely, um, you know, they, they sat on the fence for a little while while they were thinking about going on their own and, or they spent a year collecting their clients information or, or, uh, or they, or they spent six months writing out their plan and making sure they had all the information down and, you just uh, kind of flew by the seat of your pants. I kind of did. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. I was like, you're going to hate this. Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, you know, I, it's, I mean, it's there's something there. I did everything that I'm, I'm, it's the reason why I'm making the class. Okay. Just so that yeah. nobody else does what I did. <laughs> all the mistakes, all the things that I wish I had known or considered before doing it. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. So um, I got in and all of a sudden I was like, oh, oh, (laughs) okay. Yeah, we're doing this. Um, I I literally, I went from salon to, you know, taking clients in like a 10 day period. Yeah. yeah, In 10 days. Like I, I furnished, um, I furnished the place. I got my color order, my product, like all of it, like within 10 days, it was insane. Um, and I have a lot of people to thank for helping me and just dealing with me during that period of the, just the insanity of it. Well, okay. Um, so, so on that note, then, um, 
if you could go back and do it over, what would you do differently? Um, I'd take my class. <laughs> <laughs> no, like literally, I don't even mean to be like, I don't even mean to be like facetious. I mean, I, I, I wish I had somebody sort of like roll out the red carpet for me and, you know, hand me like the, the to-do list. Right. Totally. I wish somebody had just handed me a to-do list and, and that's, yeah. And that's, that's what I'm creating. You know what I mean? Okay. So, um, so then, um, what advice would you have for anybody going out on their own? Uh, so we got, so you, we, we understand that, uh, your, your course is going to uh, put them through the process, uh, of getting out on their own. Mm -hmm. um, but if you could give us like, just some little nuggets uh, from your from your from your experience and from your course that might provide a uh, value to it and to the to the viewers experience listening experience. Well, um, remember why you started. Okay. Right, like remember. Uh, I mean, I said you become a stylist for one of two reasons, right? You're it's the money or it's the art. So, just be really honest with yourself and take that, you know, just stay the course. Um, don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. I had so many people tell me, you know, like, are you sure? Do you think you could go? Yeah. I was like, well, I mean, here I am. I'm, like, I'm, I'm doing it. So I, you know, I decided to do it. Just, you know, we all, th these are, these are sort of, um, sort of, just sort of, uh, staples of our industry right like blood sweat and tears like you get in there you get your hands dirty and that's how you become a stylist that's how you become you know a hairdresser um you're used to the long hours you're used to you know like the insecurities and then you know like the small wins that you get everything like just remember why you started because you know you all you will be starting your own business and it's going to take so much from you you know, your patience, just the courage, the long nights trying to build, um, you know, building your clientele, like talking to them because you're, it's amazing. It's amazing once you're here. Um, but it's, it's every, it's every much a business, your own, um, every single day. You won't get, you're not going to get any kind of reprieve from that once you start. So Okay, so that's good. I like that too. Um, I'll, how about uh, how about if, if you uh, had one one piece of advice to give uh, a rising stylist, someone who's you know either currently enrolled in school, an apprenticeship, or graduated within two years? Ooh, welcome, <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Um, well. I would say to them right now to clean up after yourself. Yeah, right. Clean up after yourself. No, I mean, just in every aspect of life. That was the first thing that every time, well, the first time I went into a salon and my very first job as an apprentice back in, God, 99, I think it was. Um, yeah, my, 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 my manager at the time, she said, the first thing she said it wasn't hi, it wasn't how you it was clean up after yourself. I was like, okay. Um, but it it's really good to apply that to every aspect of your life. And if you do end up in a suite, you will definitely be cleaning up after yourself. 
Um, another thing is uh, we are artists and there's gonna be a lot of um, pressure to do everything perfectly. And you're going to feel you know, really um, bad if you do something that somebody doesn't like. Tell you what, you can't make everybody happy. You're gonna have a lot of coworkers tell you you just can't make everybody happy. Just remember that it's your art. So long as you're happy with it at the end of the day, then that's really, really what matters. I mean, sure, you know, we like we like to make people happy. That's why we become hairdressers. Um, but it's on the days that you're not gonna make this person happy, at least make yourself happy. Be proud of what you do. Okay, I like that. That's good. And then if they and if and if a rising stylist wanted to work for themselves and be in a suite uh and they're still within that two-year period uh what sort of words of advice would you have for them as far as going out and renting their own suite oh i i actually wouldn't recommend it okay and tell us why um i mean and i've i've seen I've seen some of, that was my job when I, when I was working at a salon before, you know, I trained um, and I mentored and even the most, even the most like talented, just raw, talented, a lot of the, yeah, just a lot of the most talented um, new stylists that I've ever, ever met in my entire career, um, even they, would struggle, would struggle being in um, a sweet sort of situation on their own. Um, the first two years that you're on the floor, um, you learn a lot. There's a huge learning gap. Um, things that you don't learn in school. Um, and as an apprentice too, right? Say you complete an apprenticeship instead of going to school. Like, yeah, you spend a lot of time on the floor with you know these other stylists learning from them. Um, but once you're the person sort of driving the ship, um, a lot comes up in that first two years. So I actually would not recommend um, any a, a new stylist to um, go into a whole suite sort of situation. Um, maybe like chair rental um, at the most or um, yeah, like just in your first year, you, you want to be with somebody, somebody to, you know, not necessarily hold your hand, but um, it, we all, we all, we all need a friend, right? Just kind of like, well, we you can do it. Friends. Just keep going, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would think I would be thinking about like the clientele, building a clientele sounds like it'd be a lot more challenging if you weren't in a, in a school. Mm -hmm. No, I mean the, no. the younger okay. stylists. No, man, they, their Instagrams are like, like they probably have larger followings than most. You know, they probably have larger followings than you know most uh, stylists have as client base. You know what I mean? No, it's not. It, that's not. That's not it. It's these same people that are on social media looking at these Instagram pictures. They're following you. They will eat you alive. You know, which is fine. How right. Do you mean, what do you mean? Oh, this is too. This is too brassy when it's already like pale white. You know, come 
probably you you know well you're saying you're saying that um who will eat you alive the the customers or other stylists the clients the clients will eat you alive oh i see what you're saying so you're saying that like um dealing with the customers and like being able to like nail it and uh mm -hmm. also have heard people complain about the fact that you know if you're in a suite you really got to be like able your communication with your customers and dealing with like conflict resolution yep it's all on you, you skills. A manager or a front house front desk person to buffer you between the customers exactly. that's a good point actually um, exactly yeah yeah no that's i mean even even in even in a salon situation a lot of the a lot of the younger stylists they quit They'll, they'll go through an apprenticeship, they'll go to school, they'll go to an apprenticeship program, and then they hit the floor. And then in in that two-year period of time that I, was, that I was talking about, in that two-year period of time, they'll quit because they just they just can't do it. Um, I, I had um, two stylists, like, ready to quit. <clears throat> and I had to pull them aside, and I'm just like, look, listen, you know? Like, this is going to happen. Just kind of like... If, 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 it was, if it was a technical thing, talk to them about the technical thing. But a lot of times it's just these soft skills and really just having the the, the confidence, you know? Right. Just building that confidence. And, right, the communication. Consultations are the, the biggest thing. Yeah, that consultation. Hold on one second. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I had to fix a plug. Um, <laughs> Take a consultation class, everyone. Yeah, consultation class. If you, if you can take a consultation class, take the consultation class. Take that's all the one. notes. That's a good one. We should, I, I think. Um, yeah, that's a, that's I think, a big one. Yeah, once we get through uh, all these, um, this topic, I think I'm going to, I'm going to add, um, I'm going to add uh, consultations to not in the topic and, you know, maybe do like a little workshop or something. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, I you know. Checklists. I'm, I'm, I'm finding like one of the best things to do is like checklists, you know, like we're a lot of hairstyles are like ADD. They're like, you know, like I, I can't sit through. Sometimes I can't, I don't even want to sit through like a, a 40 minute class. So like, but if, yeah, if you can just give me a checklist, like, okay, great. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think, I think, uh, treating each customer, um, as if uh you know as if they're like a, a thinking of each customer's appointment as the first appointment uh just in general maybe not in communication or tone but um in approach uh for sure like i i i mean i i preach that all the time you know <laughs> i'm definitely a fan of the the you know, basically i want you i want to make sure that we are on the same page in the mm -hmm. conversation and that means that we actually have to have a pretty in-depth conversation, especially mm -hmm. if it's your first time or you want to Yeah. Bring yeah. pictures. Yeah. Um, pictures. All those, yeah, all those description words. You know, yeah. if it seems like a silly question, ask it anyway. Right, right. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, uh, I think this is pretty good. Um, and just to uh did you want to say anything else about your class? Let anybody know like how they can get in touch with you or, or, um, or if, if they want to like sign up, I can have them, uh, send you a DM or I can have them reach out to me and I can forward the information. What yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, if you, if, if everyone just wants to follow me at, 
um, at EXVeritasMEA. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> it's grammatically incorrect on purpose. <clears throat> um, then I, I'm, I post updates. Um, a link to the actual class will be up in there. Um, like I said, I'm with my test group right now. Um, but no, lots, lots of, lots of really fun stuff in the checklists. Okay, cool. All right. Lots well, um, I'll make sure to tag you, uh, when we post it and, um, and, uh, make sure that they, people can get in touch with you. And I want to just to, uh, have a laugh. I want to wrap up, um, after at the end of each interview, I like to ask two questions. Um, I'd like you to share your, share a mortifying or embarrassing moment that you've had behind the chair. Maybe something that wasn't funny at the time, but might be able to look back and laugh at it now or anything <laughs> that comes to your mind. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, had to th I had to think, I had to think about that one. I had to think about that one. Um, I had a client propose to me. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this client has been coming to you for a while. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not the, 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 this was a while ago. Um, yeah, no, he 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 and he was like he was serious. I was, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I had to think about it for a while and be like, okay, I, I I guess, you know, I mean, he he worked a lot and. Um, so yes. I probably what <laughs> did you say yes to the proposal? No. Oh, so tell me, tell me, tell us, tell us the story. Tell us how yeah. it went down. Give us the background. Well, I'm, just, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, sure. Like, I see him every three weeks. I'm probably the longest relationship that he's ever had with a female. You know, like consistent relationship that he's had with a female. Why not? Um, I mean, no, no. But uh, yeah, that was, I, I was just sort of like jaw, jaw, not knowing what to do or say. Um, yeah, that. So did he get down on one knee? No, thank God. Was he in the chair, just getting his haircut? He was in the chair. And what did he say? He was like, will you marry me? Or like, how did it go down? Uh, See, okay, it was a while ago, so I don't, I don't remember exactly what he said, but yeah, yeah, no, and, and and in retrospect, I was thinking about it like every appointment that he had come in, he had sort of, he had sort of like alluded to, oh, when we get married, uh -huh. or I thought he was joking. <laughs> My point is, I thought all this time, I, I legitimately thought that he was joking. Okay, nice. Right? So, uh, are you still? Until, yeah, he produced. Oh, he came with a ring too. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a legitimate proposal. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. Oh shit. So do you still um so did you what did you say? No, 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 no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and do you do his hair anymore? No, no, I don't. No. No. No, the funny thing is, I I guess, yeah, because I I I've been doing his hair already for, what like three or four years. Okay. I mean, come on, yeah, that that's think about that. That's a long. That is long. Time. Long, it's kind of a long time, right? 
and yeah, guys, they get their hair cut like between like three and four weeks. Right. So after I got over the whole like, uh, you know, yeah. I sort of reasoned. Yeah, I reasoned it out that way. Um, but yeah, no, I actually, I actually, I know a lot of people don't do this, but I'm actually, I, I do not ever. I, I don't even date in our industry. Like, I won't even date another hairdresser, much less a client. Like. So that was always my saving grace. If, if a client like asked me out or something like that, I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't, it's, I don't, I, don't, I feel it's unethical. <laughs> well, it's funny. I had a, I had a mentor uh, when I was coming up as an, as, as, like I was just working actually the front desk before I even started my apprenticeship. Uh, <laughs> and I decided I wanted to do hair. The guy that I, uh, in the very beginning of my career that I looked up to, he said, um, he said one word, one thing of advice, uh, don't fuck your clients because you'll be doing the whole town for free. <laughs> As that is so accurate. You fuck, <laughs> fuck everybody and you'll be doing their, all their hair for free and no one will, and you never make any money. So um, <laughs> that's been my pre guiding principle the entire, my, my entire career. Yeah. 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 No, I just, I won't do it. And okay, so uh, one other thing, you said you can you know, overhear some uh, conversations. You got anything juicy or funny heard <laughs> in the chair? So choose choose a subject. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, what's the first one that comes to your head? Choose a subject. Oh my god, I've heard all kinds of crazy stuff. Are you kidding? I've been a hairdresser for like fifteen plus years. Okay, like, something so choose a subject. Yeah, so um, maybe sexually related. So oh, right, <laughs> while we're on the subject, what else? <laughs> um, there was there was a woman, and she she had two kids, two kids. Okay. Um, she she came in um, to see a hairdresser. Her husband came in to see the same hairdresser, and so did her best friend. Okay. Um, do you see where this is going? I think so. <laughs> the husband and the best friend had this thing going the entire time. Yeah, all three of them saw the same hairdresser. And I would sit there like, <laughs> because, you know, we literally, we know everything. We right. know everything, but it's kind of like that, you know, your secret is safe with me and all my friends. Right. Yeah. Um, you can't, yeah. You, you, what do you do? What do you, what do you do? No, you don't, you don't. Right. No, I wouldn't. No, no. Um, yeah, no. So did the wife ever find out or is it still going on? I have no idea. <laughs> I had, I just, you know, <laughs> you look great. <laughs> You so look you great. Just, uh, you, just keep hearing, you just keep hearing all these individual stories about this like little love triangle going on, basically. Oh my god! But you're, like stuck in the middle. Could you imagine though? Uh oh. Could you imagine? Jeez. Yeah. 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 yeah that's crazy. Yeah. I heard a. Um, uh, it wasn't in the salon. It was. Um, it was on set, right? It was a model. She had. Um, we, we had to wait for another model. Um, 
come to find out that this other model couldn't come because she was sick. Um, I don't know, I don't remember what the name of the disease is, but basically it only happens if you eat human flesh. What? <laughs> Yo. You're like, I need to hear this. So <laughs> she went to Europe, met this guy, right? Just met this guy. He wanted to um, take her to dinner. She meets him at you know his place, and he's like, "Oh, I, I made you dinner, right? Everything's totally fine." Comes back from vacation, hang out, whatever. All of a sudden, she feels just really, really sick, ends up at the hospital, and she's got yeah this disease that only happens when I don't I don't like, even know uh, what it's called, but Lecter. yeah, huh? Like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Yeah. Like going to a dinner party and getting served people. I I mean I I don't I don't like to, you know, pass judgment. <laughs> There's yeah. Wow. I think you and I actually had a conversation like this before how um there's there's like a restaurant in Asia somewhere, something something my brother and people will actually yeah people actually sign a waiver to like when they when they die or when they pass away or you know um their family member or whatever what? sells the cadaver to this restaurant and it's i mean apparently this restaurant is like i don't remember where it is i think it was, it's somewhere in asia but um i know but uh yeah yeah they're like booked out for for months months and that's just insane to me so um i mean some people are adventurous eaters yeah yeah that's uh we'll just leave it at that yeah <laughs> i don't no 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 judgment i yeah, i would no. it's not my this isn't about judging this is just about sharing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well this was uh i thought this i love i love fried chicken <laughs> Yeah, me too. I'm right? Huge, yeah, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> All right, well, this Robert, let's go get Popeye. Yeah, well, you know, I really um could get down with some uh, Korean fried chicken. That's my shit. Oh, like me some Korean fried chicken or some. You'll Japanese have to come to Virginia chicken. for that. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. yeah, but I got you. Okay, cool. Nice. All right. Well, um, I'm going to, let's wrap, we'll like, uh, we'll close out here and um, thank you for uh, contributing, participating in our interview. I'm sure a lot of people get a lot out of this and um, everybody, uh, just a reminder, this is Stephanie and uh, is it your name on social media's last name is Quinn? Is that your right? Is that right? That's yeah. That's my published name. Okay. So this is Stephanie Quinn. I'll leave you with her inf contact information if you want to reach out to her and ask her any questions or, or talk to her about her course. And um, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, Stephanie, again. And I guess we'll talk to everyone later. All right. Cool. See ya. All right, peace. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.